Hello, welcome to Social Minute, the podcast that looks at the social network minute by minute. Today, we're going to be covering Minute 17, which is from 16 on the clock to 16.59. This minute begins with people figuring out that they cannot connect to the network. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg smiling about that and then quickly jumping forward to the present and we join the first of two depositions as Mark Zuckerberg disputes the fact that anybody should have talked to his ex-girlfriend about her dumping him. Um, and and um, it, in the script it is made clear that this is three years later. So this is 2006, but in the film, there's never a Chiron anywhere to say 2006. Mm. It's it's just, you know, we jump forward. We've got Gretchen, uh, we, who we were meeting here for the first time, um, kind of just, we start him with, so you were called in front of the ad board. And then, of course, we get the classic kind of Sorkin thing of people talking about two different things. So when he says that's one, that's not what happened, Gretchen says you weren't calling for it at the ad board. And then, of course, we realise Mark is actually talking about the stuff that Erica said. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he's like back at the bar. And this minute finishes, um, you know, very shortly after that, um, where, where Mark Zuckerberg... I don't know. He delivers. I. I don't know. I don't know if maybe this is just Jesse Eisenberg. You know, because obviously there's a bit of a dispute when Sai is like, you know, why don't we stretch our legs? Uh, Sai, of course, being Mark Zuckerberg's lawyer, um, and the whole, you know, you spent a lot of time embarrassing Mr. Zuckerberg with a girl's testimony, um, and obviously he disputes that he's embarrassed. And we get the exchange of she was under oath. And of course, Mark Zuckerberg says, well, then I guess that's the first time somebody's lied under oath. <laughs> and that is... <laughs> and he stays firmly seated, just like as everybody else just exits the room with the exception of Marilyn, who we will talk about in the next minute because that's where this minute finishes. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, this is kind of a little bit of a transition between the whole kind of, you know, crashing of the network uh, which, as we discussed previously, wasn't really crashing the network. It was just a bottleneck. And then kind of this jump into the the kind of the present. And this is the first time that we're meeting, you know, the two lawyers who will be um, the key kind of, um, you know, uh, voice voice pieces for the, for the two um, people who are, you know, combating here. Um, obviously, Eduardo Savarin isn't in this scene. This is... Uh, this is just a deposition of the evidence that was previously given by Erica Albright. And so this is why this, you know, the lawyer, um, you know, uh, who is uh, Gretchen, played by uh, Denise Grayson. She's the one who's basically re what we're what we're meant to get is that some of the stuff that we previously seen before this point, everything up until this minute, basically, has been her reading out the events <laughs> that led up to him being sued basically so all of the kind of the creation of the of face mash is kind of the start of this you know the phone call in the night you know the the student kind of contacting mr cox the whole all of that um you know that that side of the the story is you know is what she's been communicating um and then uh, john gets who plays Sai, he's the one who kind of i like actually what john gets does in this film because he's really good as like a lawyer who who's kind of there to kind of protect his client and so any time you know Gretchen kind of gets into territory that you know obviously Mark Zuckerberg um, you know would not be comfortable with he immediately kind of steps in front and I I kind of like I, I kind of like his little speech here where he's like you know maybe we should stretch our legs and you know, like that it's it's kind of even though Mark Zuckerberg says I'm not embarrassed she's just a liar mm. He's kind of giving the lawyer's perspective of, you know, we spent three hours and we're just kind of talking about this deposition, about this testimony. So let's, you know, let's take a break. Let's let's get out of here. Let's not kind of dwell on this. 
And that is what his lawyer should be doing. But then the fact that Zuckerberg can't help but get in his own way and be like, oh, no, she's she's lying. This is all, you know, all the stuff in the bar, you know, which was, you know, six minutes of exquisitely written Aaron Sorkin back and forth dialogue. He's like, that's all a lie. Like, you know, I didn't. All of that is fake. Like, and and I, I don't know. I kind of I kind of like that. Sai is willing to do that. And he does it a few more times throughout the film where he like Mark Zuckerberg clearly should object or not be happy with something that's going on. Mm. And he's the one who's always kind of stepping. He's a really he's a really good lawyer for Mark Zuckerberg. Let's put it like that. You know, like he's, uh, you know, and he's, he's portrayed as like being very competent. And the same is true of, um, you know, what what turns out to be kind of like. You know, Eduardo Saverin's lawyer, which is obviously, you know, Gretchen, she's also very good at kind of getting under Mark Zuckerberg's skin and kind of asking little questions that kind of throw him off. And she's also very good when we when we later on get scenes with Eduardo Saverin where there's a, I don't know if I call it chemistry, but there's a little bit of interplay between her and him where she will kind of set him up for kind of giving answers that kind of, you know, damn Mark Zuckerberg. And I don't know, I really, I find all these, these scenes in the deposition... Well, they have to be well written because this film is fifty percent depositions, basically. So, if these scenes weren't well written, this film would grind to a halt every five minutes. No. Uh, but okay. but I I think I, you know both of the depositions have a slightly different flavor as well. But I I kind of I like the kind of this is this is the kind of sterile environment. You know, the other one with the Winklevosses is in kind of more of a you know like a what you'd think of as kind of being like a lawyer's office with all the kind of paneling and everything. So I like the kind of contrast between the two, but I don't know. I just I really like the two actors that are playing these lawyers, and I think they do a really good job with the dialogue. Well, that, that's the thing. I, I've, um, I've got a bizarre thing with John Getz because one of my like all-time favorite movies is the David Cronenberg version of The Fly. Like I absolutely love love that movie, and he's he's in that as the fantastically named Stathis Borans. Which is just part of David David Cronenberg's love of giving his character just bizarre names. But like the thing is, so I've seen him countless times in that film. Anytime he when he steps out outside a room, and if he doesn't have that beard that he has in The Fly, I never recognize him. So I had no idea that was John Getz until I looked up the IMDb, and I was like, "Holy crap, that's Stathis Borans!" And then I heard the voice. I was like, "Of course it's him. Like I should have recognized the voice a mile away." But even when he pops up in like the fly too, he's clean shaven. So you're like, "Is that the same guy?" <laughs> like, there's something about him. Like, that face, that beard was just transformed him into a completely different man in my eyes. So like, because um, no, 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 that I was like, "Oh, that's the guy that like Jeff Goldblum throws up in his hand and it melts and stuff." I was like, "Oh yeah, this is really memorable classic scenes." And then just sitting there, it's like at the time, I was like, "Oh, it's just some random lawyer guy." That <laughs> <I> didn't register <laughs> that he's like what, like the third biggest character in one of my all-time favorite movies. And I mean, he's he, like he's also in Zodiac as well. So obviously, that's you know he'd worked with uh, Fincher prior to this, and obviously that's why he was uh, brought back. I'm guessing because you know I'd, he's not like a huge role in uh, in Zodiac, but you know enough that. Fincher was probably like, I want to have this guy back. Mm. Uh, but he's also in Blood Simple as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he's also worked yeah. with the Coen brothers. Um, and, yeah, and also born on the 4th of July. So, he, you know, he's worked with uh, Oliver Stone uh, as well. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, he's, I think he, you know, he kind of, I mean, 
you know, like being like a middle-aged white guy portraying a lawyer feels like kind of an easy role for most kind of <laughs> actors. Yeah. Uh, but he really, like, he really kind of gives um, Cy, we never find his second name out. And he's probably based on a composite of like seven different lawyers or whatever. I don't imagine Mark Zuckerberg or Facebook retained one single lawyer. Oh, no. Of um, not, no. As we'll find out in the next minute, he has at least one associate in the room. Um, but yeah, I, I just I just kind of love the the kind of yeah he's he's got a great voice and he's got a wonderful kind of demeanor and he just like just the way that he says stuff to the other lawyer where he's like you know kind of stopping Gretchen at her tracks a little bit and just being like you know even just the way he says you know you did spend an awful lot of time embarrassing Mr Zuckerberg like I just like the way he delivers that line is so great because it's like yeah you know that's what he, that's what you want a lawyer to be if he's on your side he's kind of very <laughs> willing to kind of just kind of step it like you know you as a, as Mark Zuckerberg doesn't want to be like I'm embarrassed let's put a stop to this testimony but you want to be able to have your lawyer kind of come in and give like a proper reason mm. um, and I just kind of I just kind of like that I mean you know the rest of the film he's great like every scene that he's in I think he does like a really good job and I would say the same is true of uh, of you know Denise uh, Denise Grayson I think is is the uh, is the other actress I think she's you know she's really uh, she's really good as Gretchen and like I said there's like a little when when we finally get kind of Andrew Garfield in this this deposition as well there's a nice little bit of interplay where she will constantly be setting Eduardo Saverin up to say stuff that is then very damning for like Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> particularly when we get later on the kind of the shares line where it's like how many of the, this person's shares were diluted, and just like the the kind of just gradual kind of like realization of how bad Mark Zuckerberg had been to him and all that kind of stuff. Mm. I I don't know. I just I, I really like what she does, um, you know, in her minutes, and she kind of she's in terms of like you know lawyers in a film. I think they're both very memorable because. You know, we are basically going to be going between depositions for large portions of this film, and they really kind of have to stand out as you know the these are the people that are going to be you know kind of spending a lot of time talking on behalf of their two clients as well. That's the thing. It's not just you know Mark Zuckerberg being questioned, but there is this kind of like they have they have to kind of speak for the clients, and so there's a little bit of them kind of you know kind of spending a lot of time attacking each other when obviously they're doing that on behalf of their clients. Well, it's a, you know, memorable characters would have been more memorable if John Getz had a, had a beard. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I would have remembered him anyway. <laughs> and, you know, obviously this is where we get the first inkling, which, you know, we'll get into more in a few minutes' time, of the, the ad board. Um, you know, he's called in front of the ad board um, and, you know, he... we, we, we Like, I, this is something as well that Sorkin does throughout this entire film. He will set up like little ideas and then he will he'll pay them off further down the line so obviously in the opening minutes he mentions um you know he mentions rowing crew he mentions singing in a cappella. you know um when we finally get to people talking about advertising on facebook someone mentions mountain dew which we've seen a mountain dew in the fridge so like oh, i mean the, there's the little mountain concepts dew, uh very carefully placed in front of mark zuckerberg there oh on yeah the table. yeah and you can see that it's slightly <laughs> angled they like don't don't make it obvious that it's Mountain Dew. Tilt the can slightly so it's not just face the label's not just facing the camera. But you can see the amount of like strategic like yep, make sure it's in shot and just make sure it's slightly turned there. And just you know, yeah. just, we're not gonna make a thing of it, but it's definitely, definitely <laughs> there. It's definitely noticeable. Yeah, I, I think that's obviously that's like a, just a deliberate reference though to the fact that you know when they when they first talk about you know the Facebook getting big and they're like we've got to advertise. He's like I don't want to I don't want to advertise Mountain Dew. Like they literally say. It. And <laughs> this is where we get you know you were called in front of the ad board and we don't know what the ad board is. You know if you, if you don't go to Harvard you don't know what the ad board is. So 
it's just mentioned here and then it takes us a further like two minutes before we then finally see what that is all about which i and and that kind of stuff is you know it's rife in the film it's all over the place sorkin likes kind of setting little things up and then paying them off two scenes later and uh, and i like that kind of little hint here of like you know he was called in front of the ad board and as a viewer you're sitting there going what is the ad board what's like but obviously the subject has moved on before you've even got a chance to kind of think about it but yeah so i mean i think that's about everything in this minute unless there's anything else you wish to bring uh, up no no i think that this one is a pretty um not dry minute but like it's very much as like yeah it is it's literally like i think we have covered everything that there is to cover that the i can think of anyway it's just like here is the deposit here's the first deposition you know this this is this is going to be the meat of the film it's taken us like 15 and a half minutes to get here but this is what the film is going to be about is <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg being The only other really memorable thing is just the look of, um, was it an intense boredom that might be on a size associate who we'll talk about next minute? But she's looking really like, oh my God, like this is like such a long day for her or something. That, that this looks really like her soul's about to die in some of these shots that she's just <laughs> sort of milling around in the background there. Uh, well, I'm going to ask the daily question, which is, uh, when did you join Facebook? Uh, I uh, joined Facebook uh, in 2008, which was the year of my university graduation, which I'm kind of quite thankful for because I have a feeling if Facebook had been a, a, as big as it is now in 2008 and I had been on it, I would have been very, very distracted from uh, my degree. <laughs> like it would have been, particularly too, because I didn't actually get my own computer until uh, my birthday in 2008. So, uh, and then. So basically, whenever I had access to the internet, it was basically to go and do work. And I would mail, mail about it, like news sites and stuff from time to time, but it was mostly to go and do something. But it's now, I'm in a different uh, position where you have literally like phones where you can get everything. You can get all these ver- various different social networks, uh, literally at the you know in the palm of your hand all the time. And it, I, I, I dread to think how easily distracted I might have been had I had access to all those things prior to 2008. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so, yeah, but, uh, but, uh, but yes, well, yes, I, I'm not too sure of the month, but 2008 it was. I feel like we've covered everything that we can today then, so let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug? Oh, yeah, uh, well, I'll just plug uh, the podcast that I host, uh, The Bat Minute. Uh, well, actually, no, I'm going to drop the The, just Bat Minute. Uh, we're, um, uh, yeah, we're just, we're looking at the, uh, original run of Batman movies from, well, I say original run, we don't include the 60s one, uh, the, from 89 up to and including 1997, uh, we're not doing the Dark Knight trilogy, because that's been handled by other people, uh, and yeah, we're just, uh, we've got the entire first season done, and so you can, if you were interested in, you know, the Michael Keaton, Tim Burton, Jack Nicholson Batman, uh, we've got all that done for you right there, Darren has featured, uh, in an episode, and uh, yeah, we're currently going our way through uh, Batman Returns, and Darren will be returning uh, at some point <laughs> in that season as well. So uh, yeah, if that tickles your fancy. Hop on over, and you can find us on MySpace at myspace.com/slash/the-social-minute, on Twitter at t- social underscore minute, and on Facebook at the Social Minute Podcast. Uh, thanks very much for being my guest today. Oh, thanks for having me. And otherwise, goodbye. Goodbye.